Hello friends, welcome to Silver Screen and Television Dreams, where I bring on a friend to talk about TV shows and movies. So, grab a glass of wine or a cup of coffee and join us as we discuss all things Hollywood. I'm your host, Guacamole, and today I am joined again by my very first co-host. That was you. You were my first one. I know. So this is Isabel. So hi, Isabel. Hello. So it seems so long ago. I was like... I know. Ultra quarantine, and we were sitting at my coffee table around my phone. That's true, because that was before, like, that was, school was still in session. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And we were, like, sitting, like, so close to each other, because we both had to be, like, by the phone. (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Now you've got, you've upgraded, you've got a fancy mic with multiple colored wires coming out of it. Like, I know, I have so many cool things. It's yeah. just a microphone, actually. It's not that cool, but no, it plugs fancy. in my earphones and plugs into the computer, so that's fancy. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> um, so, Isabel, you, since the last time I talked to you, you moved to Virginia. I sure did. So how's Virginia treating you? Virginia is lovely. It's really wonderful. Super beautiful. Um, one really great benefit is that I keep getting snow days, which means that I get work off <laughs> until um, June, and then you have to make up the snow days. <laughs> I don't know that that's true for private school, is it? It was always true for us. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> well, uh, it's okay. It's that's a bummer. Yeah, it's worth it. I guess. Um, but no, it's really wonderful, and um, it's a really cool town that I live in, and um. Yeah, it's been it's been a been a wild ride. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that you are enjoying it. Um, so I have been thinking a lot recently um, about what we learn from TV and Hollywood, um, specifically TV shows. Um, mm-hmm. For some reason, movies feel a little bit different to me. I feel like movies are a little bit more clear in the agenda that they're trying to push. But I feel like TV shows, we don't always pick up on the things that we learn from them because they're much longer lasting. You know, you sit there Mm -hmm. for seven seasons and watch these people. So I've been just thinking about it. And specifically, I had been really thinking about friendships. So what have I learned from TV shows about what it means to be a good friend or a bad friend? Or what do I look for in my friendships because of TV shows? Um... And not that I think everything is bad, but I think that there are some falsehoods that I've learned from TV shows. So I thought it would be fun Mm -hmm. to kind of talk about twofold, like what are some of our favorite friendships in TV shows? And Mm -hmm. then what are some things that we learned, good or bad, from TV shows over the years? And what do we think Hollywood tries to push on us about friendships? So that's kind of where I was going with this. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. We'll start out with the fun and then maybe get into the more deep. So when you think about like TV shows that you have watched over the years, what is your favorite friendship? I struggle a lot with this. I I have like a top three, I think. That's fine. Um, I have a list. list. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Cool. I was like, I hope this isn't annoying, but it's just like, I feel like these, the three friendships that I I will mention briefly, momentarily, I mean, um, are so different like they're very different dynamics but I feel like the first one I actually thought of was um have you ever seen Teen Wolf yes okay Styles and Tyler Posey's character yes because I feel like that their friendship is Scott right his name is Scott yeah Styles and Scott and Scott yeah yeah I think so yeah yeah um but it's like kind of rare in terms of like Styles is just such like a faithful a faithful friend mm-hmm. you know and I feel like I don't know he's just so supportive and like but also like not supportive like to the extent that he wouldn't like call Scott out because he does right but he's still he's like the 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 Samwise G- Gamgee of yes. of TV yes you know yes. just loyal and a good friend also there uh, would be no Teen Wolf without Styles let's just be honest oh yeah Absolutely he's the only not. reason I kept watching. <laughs> yeah, he's Shout the only out reason Dylan I was O'Brien. interested in. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> he was the only reason I was interested in watching the show in the first place. <laughs> but yeah, so they're they're my number one. 
And then I thought about Nick and Schmidt on New Girl. Oh, yeah. Who that's are just a good one. hilarious and like have been friends for so long. Um, and then I also thought about Steve and the kids on Stranger Things because like mm, Steve the like is, babysitter like, guy. Yeah. Okay. But he also like he's the only one in the show who like like the like adults like Hopper and whatever like value the kids like opinions to an extent, but don't really see them as like. I mean, they're not. They're only, like, you know, 10, 11, however old they are. Um, But, like, I feel like Steve, like, respects them, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. in a good way, like, in a positive way. And just, like, treats them treats them really well, well and, like, is the only one that's willing to take them seriously. But is still, like, protective over them. Because he's also, like, obviously, you are, like, 12. So, yeah. you know? Yeah. Those are good Those ones. are my three. Nice. Thanks. Um. So, what really got me thinking about this was... um. I just started watching Smallville again, and oh. I – so good. And I just That's Cavill, love, yeah? What would you say? Cavill? Henry Cavill? No. Oh, just kidding. So sorry. Continue. He, he plays, like, <laughs> Superman in, like, um, in, like, the Superman Returns or whatever. This is Tom Welling, who looks like okay. Henry Cavill, but it's not the same person. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha, What gotcha. is Henry Cavill? What is that Superman called? Is it just Superman? And then he's in Superman. I think it is. Batman, right? Oh, yeah. I've Man of either. Steel. Oh, you're so right. I got it. Also in Witcher TV show. Oh, I haven't Super watched cute. that. It's not very good. Okay, then <laughs> Wouldn't I Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> anyway, um, so sorry. <laughs> so that's okay. It's Tom Welling, the original Henry Cavill. Um, but Chloe and Clark have such a good friendship in this tv show and i'm just thinking about like i just love their friendship so much and at the beginning of smallville which we'll get to this a little bit later but chloe is like quote in love with clark um and it's just very annoying and then once chloe like stops having feelings for clark their friendship lasts the rest of all 10 seasons and i just like I love their friendship so much. They just like support each other. And Chloe is like 100% there for Clark all the time um, and never reveals his secret about being Superman to anybody. And just like her loyal, their loyalty to each other. It's not a one-sided friendship, I feel like. Like I feel like Clark does a lot for Chloe and Chloe does a lot for Clark. And I love that. My other one was Ron and Leslie from Parks and Rec. Nice. Yeah, because they just <laughs> like, I don't know, they get each other. Well, Leslie gets Ron. Even though Ron doesn't really want to be, like, understood by Leslie. She understands him. Yeah. And then Chandler and Joey from Friends. No response. And are you there? Sorry. It kind of cut out. No, I'm here. Can you see me? Chandler and Joey from Friends. It does keep freezing. So sorry for my lack of response. Um. And then Penny, Sheldon, and Leonard from Big Bang Theory. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, So Penny, Sheldon, and Leonard from Big Bang Theory, I think because they never, like, ask each other to change. Like, they do change over the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. But, like, Leonard and Penny... Never ask Sheldon to stop being Sheldon. They just are like, hey, be be yeah. a better version of yourself. But they never, like, make him feel bad for his little quirks. I mean, they do sometimes. But, like, I don't know. Sheldon is still Sheldon yeah. by the end of the series. And I just, I really like how they all love each other for who they are. And they make each other better all the time. So, those were my tops. Yeah. Um. So, when you, like, watch friendships on TV... What to you makes mm-hmm. a good friendship and what makes a bad friendship? Like when you watch a TV show and you're like, oh, I hate that friend pairing. Like what makes it bad to you or what makes it good to you? Oh, I hate that friend pairing. Um, well, I feel like a lot of one. The first thing that I thought of um, was I feel like there's a lot of really bad friend pairings actually like if I think about like Gossip Girl um uh Riverdale mm-hmm. <laughs> um or like uh uh what's the other big one Pretty Little Liars 
Like, I feel like a lot of the friends are just so, like, like, I feel like they think that, like, you can just, like, be such a terrible friend and then, like, you know, three episodes later, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And, like, that's it. Like, they're, like a very, like, kind of superficial apology and that's not really the way that friendships work. You yeah. can't just, like, you know, be terrible and then kind of just continue to repeat to be terrible. Um, so... I don't know. I, I thought about that in terms of, like, because I feel like Blair and, what's her name? Serena. Name? Serena, thank you. Are, like, I don't know. They're just, like, not supportive of right. each other. They kind of just, I don't know, steal each other's boyfriends and, like, whatever. But then they're like, oh, you're still my best friend. I'm like, how? How is she still your best friend? I don't understand. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah. So what makes, like, good TV friendships... I think, like, going back to kind of kind of what you said about, you know, Penny, Leonard, and, and, and uh, Sheldon, in terms of, like, Nick and Schmidt's friendship, like, they, like, shouldn't, they're kind of polar opposites. Mm-hmm. They are polar opposites, and yet, like, they stick, stick by each other's sides for such a long time, you know, through college and through whatever, and they're just so goofy together and so, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think that there's a lot of friendships on TV that teach us the wrong values of friendship. And actually, Gossip Girl was one of those that I was going to talk about a little bit. Like, yeah. the friendships we see on TV and we're like, oh, those are such good friends. Like, that's the kind of friends that I should have. The ones that just, like, forgive and forget. Um, With, like, right. Blair and Serena. And I'm not saying we shouldn't forgive our friends. But... I feel like I, one thing that I, watching, um, you know, girls be friends with each other on TV. Right. You just disappeared. I don't know where you went. Oh. <laughs> um, you were gone for so long. Where were you? I know. Well, I, <laughs> I had to plug my computer in. It was at 15% and then I dropped to 4% and I panicked. And then, but I'm on my on my, my bed, and so I was, like, kind of falling off gotcha. as I was plugging it in. So, okay, great. So sorry. <laughs> no worries. You were just gone for so long, I thought you disappeared forever. But, yeah. Like, I feel like watching, like, one thing that I don't think I learned well from, not that I should have been learning from TV, first of all, that's not really where I should be learning from, but is this idea that you can constantly forgive somebody for treating you mm-hmm. poorly and mm-hmm. when they say they're going to be better, then it's fine. And yeah. I think there are a lot like Gossip Girl where it was like they treated each other like garbage. And then they were like, we're oh, sisters, yeah. you know. <laughs> and I don't think that that I think that that was something I took into my life with people who treated me like garbage and never really yeah. apologized. Um, and almost yeah. like sometimes made me feel like I was the bad one. And I'm not saying I was a perfect friend by any means, but. I don't know, just that idea that, like, no, like, sometimes it's okay to distance yourself from a friend if you need to. And I just right. think that sometimes it doesn't show that well. Like, what do you do when someone really hurts you? Yeah. Especially in teen dramas. I feel like more than oh, yeah. most of the time, it's just like, yeah, we're going to steal your boyfriends. We're going to call you all sorts of names behind your back. We're going to do these terrible things. And then, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, it's fine. Like, I yeah, know. it just seems like a bad representation of real friendship. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like I just feel like, you know, there's TV shows have more started to like go away from that idea in terms of like romantic relationships, because I do think that was more prevalent in romantic relationships as well on TV. But I feel like that like the element of like communication and like sacrifice has not yet like our, our realities of friendship and yet have not bled into like the tv mm-hmm. you know display of friendship and yeah i just I, I totally agree i feel like there's a lot of you know bad representations of of what a friendship looks like or should look like from tv and yeah yeah i um one reason that i wanted you to be on this podcast was because you have taught me so much about like what it means to be a friend and so i was like thinking about she's making a little heart symbol with her hands um but it got me to think about like what are the ways that we see friends handle conflict and um 
a lot of times it's they scream at each other and then it's like it never mm-hmm. happened. And I just yeah. remember several times, like, not several. It's not like we, f- you and I don't really fight, but I, I remember distinctly one time, like, you called me and you were like, hey, like, that kind of hurt my feelings. And we kind of had to, like, talk through it. And I just had never, I've never had somebody who was willing to be like, hey, this hurt my feelings. Let's work through it and let's get over it. But, like, I'm not yeah. going to yell at you. But I'm also like, I also think that in television shows, they also just like push things aside. Like this terrible thing happened and then they never talked about it. Yeah. I don't know. So. Yeah. I just, I like, how did you learn to do, like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's like, maybe we, I just don't like conflict. But like, how did you learn to like call a friend and be like, hey, this hurt my feelings? Ooh. I think through like, I don't know. I feel like that was something I learned, you know, from entering, like, it, I, I don't know, from entering the church almost. Mm. Like, I think, like, with the, like, friends that I had made through through church and, like, um, just that, sorry, I don't know why that, like, caught me so off guard. I know, like, I really threw, caught me off threw guard. this Yeah, no, it's good. It's a good question. I, I mean, like, I feel like... I feel like I've learned from friends and friends kind of like saying that to me and like kind of what you're saying, like I've had the realization like, oh, I can, I can do this. I can like be honest and it's okay. I mean, not honest where it's like, (laughs) there's like TV honesty where it's like, I hate you and you suck, but it's okay. Like I still love you. And it's like, well, uh, (laughs) that's not really what it means like to be, to be honest with somebody about how you feel and your experience, but that's cool. Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like just from the friendships that like I had in high school, that was just like the way that the people I was around were like and I feel like I appreciated it so much and kind of realizing like I don't know. I I think just like like I said, like learning sorry. I'm I'm, uh, I'm yeah. so sorry that I'm taking so long, but uh yeah, that friendships just, you know, take real communication and, you know, any learning just that like any relationship is is difficult and needs to be worked out by, you know, talking about it and like being calm and being respectful. Like, yeah. I, and that's one thing too. Like, I feel like respect is just like not, I feel like it's a really important element that's not represented in TV either. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why I'm so drawn to Chloe and Clark Mm -hmm. because they, in their friendship, like call each other out on stuff, but not in a way that is the, I mean, I think sometimes they yell at each other, but it's more, yeah, like they respect each other as human Mm -hmm. beings. And I always just like admired that in their friendship, in the way that they are willing to to kind of be like, hey, that's not fair for you to do that. It's not fair yeah. for you to treat me that way. And then it goes like a while, like several episodes of them working it out. And it's not just like the next time they're fine. It's like yeah. they have to constantly – and they go forward and then they go backward and then they go forward yeah. and then they go backward. And I'm like, that to me, I was wa- since I just started watching it recently, I was like the contrast between that kind of friendship and – like a friendship in Gossip Girl or a friendship in um, yeah. even like this is I guess this isn't a friendship but even we're watching a show called Man with a Plan and like his wife and him she like wins every time like she wins every argument she wins mm. and I, that's different because it's a romantic relationship but they're also friends so I don't know yeah. it just, it's just like the contrast between the two really stuck out to me like yeah why is it some I feel like the main character wins and then the, like, sub-character just has to, like, submit to the main character. And I don't know, like, what yeah. does that teach us if you're in a – I was never a dominant friend in high school, so did I learn to just, like, submit and not learn how to deal with conflict? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I so know not what you that mean. I'm blaming Hollywood for my problems because I should have been learning <laughs> from the Lord and from church and not Hollywood. I just – it was an interesting thing that I had been thinking about. Yeah. 
Do you think that Hollywood um, portrays female-female relationships in a way that is um, where there is one dominant female over the other? I think so. I mean, even like Gossip Girl, yeah, like Blair's, you know, becomes the more dominant one. I feel like than Serena or like Blair's just so like volatile, like she just explodes. And yeah, I mean, this is like like you said, Um, let me think. I do feel like this isn't really what you're asking, but like, I do feel like that male friendships are generally portrayed so much better than female friendships on TV. Yes. But. Because even like Nick and Schmidt, they. Yeah. They argue and they they get on each other's nerves but even nick will sometimes like go over and like in his nick way yeah will apologize in a way that feels very heartfelt yeah but yes i would agree that like why are why does it seem like male male relationships i love that for males that they seem Mm -hmm. to have better friendships in tv shows but does it teach us girls that our friendships are supposed to be catty because sometimes i feel like that's what i'm watching it's just like catty yeah, there's, like, this, like, weird stereotype that's been – I don't know if it's really a stereotype, but thing that's been applied to, like, women for so long that's, like, shouldn't be true yeah. anymore or never should have been true. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of sexist. When I think about that in the New Girl episode where Jess and Cece get into an argument, but they don't mm-hmm. actually say anything mean to each other. Do yeah. you remember that? Where she's yeah, like, it's in like one of the first seasons. Yeah, where and they like are sending CeCe's emojis birthday. back and forth, and it's like not even like mean <laughs> emojis. But then she's like, yeah, double like double rainbow, double rainbow, and she gets like it's like excessive, but yeah. just like how Jess and Cece never in their whole friendship had an argument because they were so passive aggressive, mm-hmm. and so they never knew how to work something out when they disagreed. Yeah, I I just feel like. I don't know is that like normal of girls to not know how to work out their problems with friends i feel like yeah i feel like in general not even just like between women but i feel like people people aren't good with conflict and like don't care to take the time to know how to deal with conflict and i think especially now like in terms of like how people refer to like other people being like toxic or like negative which I mean can be you know obviously very true but at the same time it's like you just people just reject that like Mm -hmm. instead of trying to like work it out and work through the kinks of things it's just like nope like this is the way that you are and you're obviously not going to change so like you're not a part of my life anymore Mm -hmm. um and I feel like that's the way that we're starting to be taught how to how to deal with relationships of all sorts yeah that's true that is very true I feel like that gets so much into like social media more than like mainstream media, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. yeah, that idea of like toxic is thrown around so freely where, mm-hmm. yeah, like maybe it's not toxic. Maybe it's just that you guys don't understand each other very well yet. Yeah. Not saying that anybody should stay in an actual toxic relationship because there actually oh, are yeah, yeah. ones out there. But um, so. It's like I'm. Oh, go ahead. On The Bachelor. Have you seen The Bachelor? Have you been watching it? Uh, So I watched like the first two episodes because like people were coming over to watch and then people stopped coming over because they had their lives got busy. And so I haven't been watching. But then there's like all this drama and I don't know what's happening. So Well, it's also reality TV is obviously super different, but that's just been like a, you know, common theme. Although I suppose that's a common theme for the franchise in general. So. So bringing in reality TV... How do you think that affects us as women in the way that we feel like we should relate to each other? Like if we think about, okay, so Blair and Serena are scripted. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about like you know, like the women on The Bachelor or mm-hmm. um, even men on The Bachelor or like yeah. the housewives of wherever <laughs> um, or Big Brother? Like do you think that – because that's supposed to be real. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like, our, like, reality of how we as women are supposed to deal with each other. Mm. I feel like it, I feel like it's similar. I feel like it kind of, like, continues to purport, like, that idea that, 
conflict can only be handled by like yelling about it because even like or, or like that people like for instance like on the bachelor there's been like um like the girls will like all attack one girl and it's mm-hmm. a different girl each episode because then whatever girl they're attacking winds up getting sent home and it's like one girl will come out and be like i just really don't like i wanted to talk to her and make sure she was okay because like i don't want this to be a house where like she or want her to go home feeling like she left here because she was bullied out of here and all the girls are like mm, yeah like for sure i wouldn't want her to feel like that and it's like okay none of you guys spoke up mm-hmm. like even if you didn't say anything it's not like anybody spoke up and i feel like i feel like that's true for you know reality tv in general like even dance moms or like i don't know if that's still on but from what i recall of dance moms um but like yeah that there's you know a culture of screaming and of not standing up for one another yeah so can you think of like a tv show where you can remember what like a scripted tv show or yeah a scripted tv show where someone is being like attacked bullied and somebody else stands up for that person in a way that doesn't shame the bully in the sense that like like, I see it a lot in TV, but then the person who's standing up ends up just making fun of the bully and making them feel bad about themselves. And I'm like, well, that's not really the way to, like, you don't insult yeah. the, that's, Insulting the bully isn't really, not that I'm saying bullies should, shouldn't have consequences, but, like, insulting them isn't really the right way to go either. Yeah, it's just being hypocritical. You're calling them out for behaving in the way that you're not behaving. Right, right, right. So yeah. can you think of, like... This is totally, I didn't send you anything about this. I just, it made yeah. me think, I wonder, like, is there anything, I feel like old Disney shows used to do this. Like, Lizzie McGuire mm-hmm. would sometimes do this, where they would just, like, while someone's being made fun of, they would, like, walk up and be like, hey, I actually really like your shirt. Do you want to come sit with us at lunch today? And, like, that's all they did. Yeah. yeah. But I can't think of anything specific. I didn't know if you could pull one out. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm thinking of, like, Gilmore Girls. I, have you seen Gilmore Girls? Some. I'm just trying to think of term in terms of, like, Paris and, and, and Rory. I feel like there is a situation that's, like, because Paris is kind of, like, a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And if, if you remember that. But then her and Rory wind up becoming, like, really good friends later on. Right. And I feel, Rory, I think, calls her out, like, in an effective way multiple times. I can't remember a specific instance, but I, I do feel like that's true. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, just something I was thinking about. It would be interesting to do, like, a different kind of, like, study on how often is um is a bully called out in front of the person that they're bullying in a way mm-hmm. that doesn't shame that doesn't insult the bully. That doesn't just turn this person who's standing up into a bully themselves. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't have to do with friendships. Yeah. But. No, that's really interesting. No, it does. It does. That's really interesting. Hmm. Next time. So this was the other thing that I got to thinking about, again, because of Clark and Chloe. Um, <laughs> I feel like there has been, and I was doing some research on this too, but just the idea that TV shows and movies, but make it really hard for males and females to be friends, and it's okay to just be friends. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> going back to Riverdale, <laughs> they even, like, because I feel like they tried to make it for, have you been watching it? Have you seen it? I've seen the first season. Oh, come on, Molly. I'm so sorry. Um, no, but, like, Betty that. and Archie are like friends who went and then all betty oh yeah yeah but like all of a sudden in this past season they like have a thing very briefly where they're both like cheating on their girlfriend and boyfriend Hmm. and kind of and well no they are um but like they had this idea for so long like that they could be friends even though she had feelings for him in the first season and like kind of like you know what you're saying loosely about chloe and kent and then have moved on and we're friends and then like it just kind of came out of nowhere that all of a sudden they're like trying to 
say that they can't be friends, that they, they still have feelings kind of for each other mm. or yeah. So that was frustrating, but I would agree with that. Like, I think, I don't know. I don't see a lot. Of, I mean, new girl back to new girl with Jess and the guys in the house, but, but also she dates one of them. So like there yeah. is rarely a TV show where the main males and the main females like have a relationship that is strictly platonic the whole time. Yeah. And to make it okay. And even like I was reading this article that was like, why isn't there like, why don't we have a representation of, for example, a male meets a female and he is attracted to her, but never makes a move because he knows that like they're just friends and that's fine. And he's not yeah. like in the relationship to try and move it towards something more. Yeah. Because like even Schmidt admits that like he wanted a roommate because he thought it was going to move to something for yeah. his own, you know, benefit. And then Nick and her end up dating. Yeah. So I'm not saying there's never like male female friendships, but I feel like it's just interesting. never like close ones. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wonder like does that like I even feel for myself like that idea of like males and females can't be just friends was like you're going to be like yeah. you work with male colleagues or female colleagues whatever you're you're going to have them around and so to say that I can't be a friend with a male, I don't know. It just is like not I need to protect myself because I'm married. You know, it's a little bit different for you. You Like you're allowed to <laughs> explore those relationships in a different way as long as that male isn't married. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. It had made me it was interesting to like read some articles about how rare it is to have a leading female not have a male love interest. Yeah. I w never would have thought of that. But at the same time, I feel like, I feel like I teeter back and forth as we're having this conversation. Like, I'm like, yeah, like you're right. That is true that they don't show that. But then I'm also like, do I really believe that that's like really possible? I do in the sense of like, you know, you know, work friendships or whatever, where they're like, somewhat superficial not superficial that's the wrong word but no I know what you mean um just like not really meant to go deeper but like I don't really think I don't know well and I guess that like does beg the question like can we is yeah. that like is that in television a lot with males and females that it always eventually ends up as an attempt either by the female or the male to be more than mm -hmm. friends right. is that true or like I have male friends but it's a different type of relationship obviously because I'm married um, yeah and most of them are also married but it just is like this idea that like I don't know it just made me wonder like if how much we like think that you can't be a good friend with the opposite gender yeah. If you're single. Yeah. Or if that's okay, that that can't happen. I don't know. It was just something I had yeah. been thinking about. Like, I don't know. I just wonder. Yeah. Well, because I think there's so many rom-coms, too, that are, like, based on the idea of, like, they try to be friends and, like, right. the whole thing. Like, that's it's, it's, it is asking that question. It's being, like, the answer is no. It can't happen. You know what I mean? Right. Even though people, like, try so hard to, like, believe that. And so it's, like, hard to, like, feel like get out of that the way that rom-coms have trained me to think, you know? Yeah. Or, like, so the friend zone is bad, you know? Like, oh, you're yeah. in the friend zone. Like, is that really, like, a bad thing? Like, is it okay for you to have a male friend that is just a male friend? And then yeah. And both, like, it's fine that we're both in each other's friend zones? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know either. Friend zone always considered a bad thing. It's like, well, yeah, maybe that should be a good thing. Like, it's okay. I don't know. I just, yeah. Any thoughts? 
male female relationships friendships I don't know I think too it's kind of hard to say for me personally because like I don't really I've never really had like a lot of guy friends like I'd say until recently and that's one of my friend's husbands is like the my like really only guy friend I don't know I mean like there's obviously yeah I don't know I don't know. I feel confused. I feel like that this is going to start me like just like now I have to now I have to ask the question and and think about it. Yeah. I mean, that's just where I'm at. I was just kind of I thought I would have a more like a great answer when I got to this point of the podcast, but I really don't. I just. Yeah. I I mean, like I think of Ron and Leslie from Parks and Rec and I don't know if you really watch Parks and Rec, but they have this. Oh, do I watch Parks and Rec? I'm guessing you do. Chris Pratt. I just um. Like, their friendship is so – it was never once hinted at that there was, like, tension between them. It was always that they were friends. Well, I feel like that's because, though, Ron's a decent bit older, or at least made to seem a decent bit older Mm -hmm. than Leslie, where it's kind of, like, more of, like, a father-daughter. Not quite, but more along that line. Mm -hmm. Kind of. I don't know. It's just one My of those favorite things that was, inst- like, it's refreshing to see, like, yeah, it's nice to see sometimes those relationships that are male-female, and there's mm-hmm. not that tension there. You're not just, like, yeah. sitting there, like, wondering, when are they going to kiss, you know, and it's like, oh, they're yeah. really just honestly friends. I think that is true, though, for Parks and Rec. Like, I think you're right. Like, I feel like it's just, like, they're so, Ron is so, like, has a very, you know, weird <laughs> perception of, like, <laughs> what his like you know wife or girlfriend should look like and they're either psychotic or just like very <laughs> like you know have like not that they're masculine but have like masculine qualities right um and like leslie just like doesn't fit that and is also like because they're, they're also kind of like frenemies like there's right. they're also like he like can't stand her but at the same time like values her so much right yeah they have a good friendship you're so right yeah because because of what you're just saying too like i feel like there's no way that ron would ever be attracted to leslie yeah and yet they're still friends yeah in a really unique way I don't know. And it's just like there's not that tension there. And I don't – there's not a lot of those out there, I feel like. No, you're right. I don't know. I love it. Yeah. Maybe Cece and Winston are a close one there. I mean, he does go wedding gown shopping with her. He does. So. So, yeah. They're a pretty good, like, male-female relationship. Yeah. But they have very few scenes together, I feel like. They do. They do. And I'm not, like, I'm not advocating that, like, females should be, like, you know, I I don't know what I'm advocating for. (laughs) Like, I would never say that I should be going out and hanging out with a male friend by myself as a married woman. That would be very sketchy. So any listeners out there, that's not what I'm saying. I am (laughs) just saying that I just wonder what, I, I don't know. The yeah. male-female re- friendship part of TV has been an interesting research topic recently. Yeah. Any other thoughts? I don't think so. Yeah. I feel more puzzled now than, than ever Good. about these things. Yeah. I was actually kind of excited about this one because I feel like this is a podcast that was just more like exploring questions. Yeah. Um. Just thinking about, like, how friendships are portrayed on TV. And it led me down the rabbit hole of male-female in Hollywood. So, yeah. Mm. So, think about it. Let me know what you think. We shall. Um, there was one more thing I was going to say. Oh, what are good qualities um, that you, like, or what are friend? I can't get this question out. Let me restart. You got this, Molly. Thanks. I believe in you. You're welcome. See, I'm supporting you. I'm being a good friend. You are being a good friend. <laughs> Growing up with your, like, whatever TV shows you watched, what do you think were things that you learned that were good? Oh, 
things that I learned that were good about friendships, yeah. like from TV. Yeah. Like I can go first. So yeah, you go. <laughs> um, I thought a lot about Lizzie McGuire and how I that was like my favorite show when I was in middle school and. Lizzie was not, not, she was not not popular, but she also wasn't like a popular kid. And she just had her two friends, Miranda and Gordo. And like, that was enough for her. And she just, like, they just had so much fun together. And I felt like it taught me the idea that like, it's not about how many friends you have, but the friends that you do have. And just valuing, like, if you have good friends beside you, whether mm-hmm. it's one, two, or three, um, and like it doesn't really matter if you're part of the cool, quote cool crowd or not. Yeah, I just feel like that was something that when I was in middle school, like, was really important to me to like have that thought in my head. Yeah, I feel like for me. I feel like, you know, I'm a, I'm a quirky, I'm a quirky girl. (laughs) I've always been that way. And I think that like, you know, growing up, I was rejected so much because of that, because Mm. I, you know, I don't know, was, you know, into anime and like, I don't know, not that that was what, you know, was the one defining factor. (laughs) There's a lot of things about me that are different. (laughs) Which is good, Um, but in middle school can feel kind of... Yeah, middle school is not the place to be different. <laughs> but I, uh, well, it should be, but it's just, I know. Yeah, I know. Always accepted. And that's one thing, kind of going back to did you mention Wizards of Waverly Place earlier? Oh, I didn't. Oh, but Wizards of Waverly Place, and I feel like a lot of like, you know, Disney shows, and I feel like a lot of shows now, going back to New Girl in regards to Nick, like, the it's like, I I realized that I really, like, wanted that, too, you know? Um, but growing up, like, seeing, you know, Alex and Harper and Harper, they were both strange in their own ways. Like, they were both very strange. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I, I liked, you know, that it wasn't just, like, the quirky person has to be, like, the ultimate loser who, like, you have to try really hard to be, like, nice to. It's like, no, like, you can – you can be normal and like have really good close friends with somebody who's, you know, quirky or not. And they just like you for who you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. I love Harper. I think yeah. I like her more now than I did when I watched it, you know, yeah. when I was younger. But she's just like, yeah, they're Alex and Harper's relationship. I really like. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good one. Yeah. I think they show a really good balance of what we were talking about earlier of supporting each other and like mm-hmm. alex supports harper in all of her weirdness yeah um and harper is such a loyal friend and doesn't give away what is alex's to tell um, yeah and just that they're very trusting of each other yeah um, and that alex is kind of like um she's not really like an emotional person but i feel like when she gets emotional it it is with harper um in the sense that, like, she kind of reveals to Harper her heart when Alex is kind of always trying to be, like, the cool girl and doesn't I don't doesn't really show that she cares. And then when she does show it, she's showing it to Harper, which I just think is such a cool relationship that they have. Yeah. And I think, it like, that is one thing, actually, that I feel like Disney does well is, like, teaching you this idea of, like, like, having, you know, one person that's, like, really safe to, like, confide in and like and not be like not that being emotional like publicly is by any means bad but I feel like you can like I don't know yeah I don't know what I was trying to say with that quite really but yeah yeah I, just, I think I they think show those I, like solid bonds of I can tell you what I'm thinking and I can trust you with it yeah they're not going to go yeah. blab it around. Like, I think they show yeah. that aspect of friendship really well in some of those TV shows of, like, when someone tells you something that's confidential, you keep it confidential. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. can be really hard for people to do. So. Well, thank you for going down the uh, rabbit trail of just random thoughts that I had about friendships on television. 
Yeah, thanks for inviting me to to do that. I feel like it was was really good, you know? Yes, I thought it was fun. Just things to think about. I don't know. Not that anything's like groundbreaking, but just things that I'd been thinking about. Yeah, Um, things we can wonder about together. Yes, and our (laughs) listeners can wonder how much... How much do you guys think Hollywood affects our version of male-female relationships or male-male and female-female relationships? In relationships, I mean um, friendships. Strictly friendships. Um, I'd like to know what you guys think. So email me at sstvdreams at gmail.com or comment on an Instagram post. I don't know. I want to know what you guys think. But speaking of Instagram... I asked my Instagram followers um, who their favorite friendships were. I wish I would have like made them explain why. That's the teacher in me. Who are your favorite friendships? And give three reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> Supporting details. Um, but Jack and Charles. Jack? Jake. Jake and Charles. I wrote Jack. But it's Jake and Charles from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, uh, yeah. Which that's another one where it's like the cool guy and the quirky guy. And yeah. And they just kind of like accept each other and yeah. make each other better. Um, Sean and Gus from Psych. Mm-hmm. Um, Grace and Frankie. And I've never watched Grace and Frankie. Have you? No, I haven't. It's a Netflix show about these like two older ladies. Okay. Um, I-, I would love to watch it. I- I'm going to go watch it sometime. Because I also think it's really fun to watch friendships of older ladies. Yeah. I just, like, hope that when I'm 50 or 60 or 70 or 80 that there will be some friend that will still, like, goof around with me, you know? Yeah. Um, Sweet Magnolias. Someone said the friendships in Sweet mm. Magnolias. I thought that one was really good. Um, have you ever watched that movie? Uh, oh wait, Sweet Magnolias, Sweet Magnolias is, the is the she yeah is the show. Steel Magnolias, Steel Magnolias is like a but very I like them depressing too. movie. I've never seen the movie. Um, I start I watched like the first episode of Sweet Magnolias and I couldn't really get into it, but okay. I've seen it like okay. part of it. Um, Ron and April from Parks and Rec. I thought that was a good nice. One. Oh, that's so good too. And I think that one is more father daughter friendship. Yeah. Um. Which I love. Meredith and Christina from um, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Which I, I feel like really their relationship. Grey's. I feel like their relationship is like kind of like too. It, it goes, I feel like, to the other extreme where they're like too involved. They're like, cro- I don't know. They're too involved like, in each other's co- lives. Like a little like codependent. Yeah. <laughs> Such as Grey's Anatomy, I feel like. Like, don't they all end up living together in Meredith's house anyways? So. Yeah, I think so. I've seen it on and off. So, I mean, yeah. maybe I'm not one really to speak about their friendship, but. Uh. I don't know. Um, but do, in some of my research I was doing, there was a whole article about Meredith Grey and Alex from Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy. And I thought it was an interesting yeah. article just about when I was looking at, like, male-female relationships. And they were just talking about how they're, they were supposed to be friends but they were never nice to each other. So mm-hmm. how their friendship was actually really not a good friendship at all. And I, like I said, I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. So someone who might be listening might strongly disagree with that. But I was like, interesting. I'll have to kind of go back and I mean, I am starting to rewatch it. So I'm going to have to like pay attention to how their friendship grows and see how I feel yeah. about that. Because I don't know. But um, and then someone said Lorelai and Rory. From Gilmore Girls. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I think there were a couple others, but I don't I don't remember them all. Um, I didn't write them down, and then I lost them. So I wrote down all the ones I could remember, because <laughs> I forgot it only stays on for 24 hours. <laughs> um, but Lorelai and Rory, I thought, was an interesting one. Um, because mother-daughter relationship, but also friendship. That's yeah. just a whole nother, like, box of... Category, yeah. Yeah. Is she a bad mom? Or no. yes or no. Yeah. I feel like there's a whole other can of worms I'm not quite ready to open. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyways, um, are you ready for the dad joke of the day? Oh, I'm so ready. Okay, great. What kind of shoes do ninjas wear? Uh, I don't know what kind. Sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a good one. 10 out of 10. Love it. Thank you. 
Uh, Ryan just told me that octopus joke the other day. I think that was <gasps> oh. your dad joke the last time you were on, right? Wasn't it? I think so. The yeah. tentacles? Tentacles? Yeah. tentacles? He asked me, he was like, how many tickles does it take to get an octopus to laugh or whatever? <laughs> I was like, I know this joke. <laughs> well, thank you, you think that you can trick me. me. Um, thank you for joining me. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I... I don't know where to go from here, but I'm still going to, like, be looking into, like, I'm going to be thinking about friendships a lot now when I watch TV. Yeah. How are they represented and how could we do better at teaching what real friendships are supposed to be to our kids instead of letting them rely on television? Yeah. Something to think about. Yeah, definitely. As teachers, we got to teach those things, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the stress. I know. All the, the responsibility, that, really. Yeah. <laughs> All those unwritten things that we have to teach and combat and say, well, just because Gossip Girl said it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> not that it's, it is not Gossip Girl anymore, but just because Riverdale yeah. said it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Riverdale. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining me. And uh, can we find you on the socials? Oh, you can. Um, I'm on on Instagram, which is, I have zero posts on my Instagram, but I I am actually an active consumer. You're welcome to follow me. (laughs) Um, it's at Isabel underscore Blanche. Great. B-L-A-N-C-H. Great. Go follow her for all of her content. (laughs) Yeah, for all of my super cool content. (laughs) Well, cool. Um, you can follow me at SSTV Dreams on Instagram or um uh you can follow guacamole which is my personal instagram so uh thanks for listening and uh remember who you are bye